Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Cold. Locks. Give me a hell yeah. We enter the divisional round of the NFL postseason. Wildcard weekend was dead even two and two after locking up four picks last week. I could just go three and one this weekend. I will be on cloud nine. It has been a while since I've produced a winning week, but still, even with the lack of movement, the overall record still fantastic on the season. Sitting now at 60, 47, and three after last week. Ready to make some cheddar off these divisional round matchups. Here we go. No teasers, no totals. I'm going back to what I do best. I'm picking sides. I'm picking teams against the spread. All four games, dumping my heart and soul into these picks. Tazi, I was watching. This went. Two of these picks went down to the wire. I was watching game film this morning. Uh oh. AKA YouTube highlights of last week's games just to see. Oh, there were certain things I was looking for in the trenches. I'll get to that in a second. You got to check out the Baldy breakdowns. Brian Balding, <laughs> he's in the trenches for real. Giants plus seven and a half at the Philadelphia Eagles. This is a case of backing a hot team that's well coached, going up against an opponent that they know very, very well. The Giants are a cover machine this year, too. The G Men, 13 and four against the spread this season. They're the best team ATS in the NFL and the trends for betting against number one seeds in the divisional round are pretty hard to pass up to the last 39 divisional round games of the number one seed off of a bye. those teams so this would be the Eagles in this situation 13 25 and one against the spread overwhelmingly profitable over the years to back a team like the Giants in this position that's exactly what I'm going to do I'm even going to sprinkle a little bit on that Giants money line Giants plus seven and a half lock it up I'm going 49ers minus three and a half with the visiting Dallas Cowboys in town the 49ers at this point are my pick to win the Super Bowl I think top to bottom are the best team that's left so I'm not going to let a dominant performance from the Dallas Cowboys against a beat up and listless Bucks team scare me off since week seven, the 49ers have been a wrecking ball. They're 11-1 and one since that time, scoring 30.8 points per game with a plus 13.2 point differential. That's good enough for number one in the league since that in that span, going back to week seven. This is the best team in the NFL, and I still think we're getting a Brock Purdy discount with this number. If Brock Purdy were a first-round pick or a high-priced free agent doing what he's doing with San Francisco, what would this number be? You know, before the Bucks and the Cowboys played, I said on this show that the 49ers will be six-point favorites against whoever wins that game. I woke up in the morning on Tuesday, and they're favored by three-and-a-half. I could not make that bet fast enough. 49ers minus three-and-a-half. Lock it up. Bills minus five against the Cincinnati Bengals. I struggled hard 
on this pick. I went back and forth all week. In fact, this is a rare moment for me where I actually had to buy out of a position that I took. I bet the Cincinnati Bengals on Tuesday as well. I have changed my mind. I can't get past this offensive line issue. I know that Burrow dealt with a bad line last year and still miraculously made it to the Super Bowl, but there's a difference between bad starters and just straight-up backups. These guys haven't played together. There's no way that this offensive line could gel in a week of practice. The Bengals are without three key offensive linemen in this game, and I went back and watched the Bengals after Alex Kappa went down against Baltimore because that's really... Uh, I think you get a better idea of what this line is actually going to look like against Buffalo. Now, keep in mind, Baltimore's pass rush is better than what Buffalo's is, but they couldn't block anybody. Cincinnati was lucky to hang on. Really, the only reason they did is because Tyler Huntley can't be trusted. If if Buffalo is able to create any pressure on Joe Burrow, I don't see how they're going to keep up. You know Buffalo's going to score. Never mind the fact that you do have the DeMar Hamlin emotional factor still playing a role for Buffalo, so they have that, like, Thing that you can't quite put a figure on that's working in their favor. I think the Bills played with their food a little bit last week against the Miami Dolphins. They're better than that. That won't happen again this week. I'm taking the Bills minus five. Lock it up. A wrap with the Jacksonville Jaguars plus nine at the Kansas City Chiefs. This one's tough, too. This one went down to the wire for me. Betting against Patrick Mahomes never makes you feel all that comfortable. A little bit sick in my stomach, but in Doug we trust. There are several things at play that make me like Jacksonville. First of all, the head coach. Peterson knows Andy Reid pretty well. He comes off that Andy tree, so it's not like Reid can throw anything at him that he's not already fully aware of. Plus, Doug Peterson, 6-0 and against the spread in the playoffs as an underdog, which he is a heavy one this weekend, so you got to love that. I already gave you the trend that simply states just fade number one seed. So even if you want to go that route, especially if you've got a number one seed that's favored by more than a touchdown, then I found this little gem too. Road teams that missed the playoffs last year, which is the Jaguars, but won a game in the wild card round to get to where they are. Um, 68% lifetime against the spread. So teams that didn't make the playoffs the year before that won in the wild card round, that means that they uh, maybe they're young and stupid and don't know better, uh, but they create real momentum. I also you could apply that same one to the, to the to the Giants. By the way, I also look at the fact that the Jags played the Chiefs uh, pretty tough earlier this season. That game was at Arrowhead, so they already know what it's like to go in there and play a game. Jacksonville was awful in the first half of that game. They had several opportunities late to make it a one-score game. They wound up losing by 10, but think about that game and then where the spread is now. We have a much different Jags team that's a lot better today than they were when these two teams met the first time. So the fact that I get plus 9 for a team that lost by 10 when they were not as good a version of themselves in the exact same stadium, I just think there's a little bit of value there on Jacksonville. Plus 9 feels like the right side to be on. Lock it up. Those are my Stone Cold Locks of the Week. No likes this week. I'm going four locks. That's it. Deliberate. Not a teaser. Not a total. Straight to the point, Tazi. Deliberate. I love it. Uh, I'll save my uh, commentary for Giants-Eagles last because... Uh, save it as if we haven't discussed it yet this <laughs> as, week. As if we haven't discussed it this week. Save my last thoughts for later. Uh, Niners-Cowboys. I mean, I'd rather lose picking the Niners. It, it's like one of those matchups where I could see the Cowboys pulling the upset... There's a lot of sharps on Dallas. That concerns me. I yeah. do think they can match up. 
Dak is kind of waiting to uh, write the story where he can finally get to the conference championship. And uh, but I'm I'm drinking the Purdy Kool Aid, and I like how they're built. They're at home. I still need to see what this new formula 49ers team with Christian McCaffrey uh, looks like when they lose. I, I don't know what it looks like, so therefore I'm just going to keep putting them through. Uh, also, Mattress, Mattress Mac put a big donation on the Cowboys. <laughs> so yeah. it's time to fade Mattress. The only teams he gets right are, are the Astros because right. they're darn good. But Yeah, they don't lose to anybody. Yeah, he's a homer, as you homer. pointed out on this show. So he always, he always bets on the Texas teams. It's more promotional than anything else. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, with that reason, it's Niners until further notice. Prove me wrong, Cowboys. If they do, it'll be, uh, I'll just have to tip the cap and move on. Because... Are you surprised, too, that this is what the number is? Like, I was, I'm so. Not as much. I'm, I, I'm so confident in the 49ers. I, I would have been suckered into a bet that was like five and a half. Like, I'm betting the Bills at five. I would bet the 49ers at five. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Cowboys are pretty legit on their best day, and they, they're probably the closest team in terms of matchup purposes for the Niners. So three and a half, uh, you're automatically getting around three for being the home team, so that puts them just about a half a point better in theory, which is kind of even crazy to say. But uh, I, I do think the Niners aren't, I, I don't know, or I don't think the Cowboys are like that big a dog. So I don't know. I'm okay with the line. I'll take the Niners to win the game outright. Uh, Cincinnati at Buffalo, I mean, you know, this, you said it. The Bengals' O-line's in shambles. The Bills feel destined. DeMar Hamlin's status, uh, he's probably going to be out there getting people hyped up and emotional. So uh, between the bad Bengals' O-line, the Bills just feeling like it's due to be their time. I, I've been preaching Chiefs-Bills AFC Championship, and I, I just think that's what we're going to get. It's it's destiny stuff for the Bills. Yeah, and I think one of the one of the things that was um I was I was kind of pausing on is I liked the fact that early in the week I had taken a very light position on the Cincinnati Bengals at plus 5 because I thought that Buffalo would win the game, but I think it it that initially I thought it was going to be really close and then that Cincinnati has a chance to win the game, which of course they do, any of these teams do, but um I I could see that path and now, just the more I look at this and how detrimental that could be to what Cincinnati wants to do and how bad their offensive line looked last week against Baltimore, they could not protect Joe Burrow. He was getting the ball out super quick. It takes away that deep ball to Jamar Chase. I mean, their line was bad last year. It was atrocious last week after Alex Kappa went out. They, I mean, they were a wreck. Yeah. Joe Burrow looked uncomfortable. That man never looks uncomfortable. And so I don't. Th- I think that if the Bills start to pile up points, I don't think Cincinnati's going to be able to keep up if Buffalo's pinning their ears back. I mean, I'm just banking on Buffalo playing a great game, and I it, it's weird because I don't have like a great amount of confidence in Buffalo the way it's kind of been lately. But I'm just trying not to overthink it. I still think they have the ammo and artillery to to reach back and play their best when they need to. The Bengals, defending AFC champs, I'm a big fan of the players they have on their team. In some ways, I'm like sort of going against the grain, but I've just had it in my mind the whole year that the the Bills are going to do it. Maybe I'm being stubborn. If I lose this pick, it's going to be because I'm stubborn. And but no, the offensive line thing, I have to fade it for Cincinnati. So Buffalo, it is. And Jacksonville, Kansas City, uh, I want to believe the Jags can cover, but it's also risky business going into Arrowhead and and going against Patrick Mahomes. But I do think the Vegas Vegas gets kind of. Uh, I don't know they get hyped up for the Chiefs, and and they know people also get hyped up for the Chiefs. Yeah. So sometimes these spreads get a little bit 
uh, inflated, I feel like. Plus nine could be the move. I mean, I'd feel weird <laughs> betting on a team that threw four first-half picks and then came back against the Chargers just to get blown out in, in, in Kansas City, but I just want to watch this one. I'm hoping the Jags give me something to watch. I believe they can, but uh, making a pick on this game is is just too risky for me. And then Giants-Eagles. I mean, A.J. Pruszynski like the Giants plus 7.5. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we talked to him about that off the air. Um, I I'd said that he said, I don't know about the Giants. I was like, well, I need him to cover. I got him plus seven and a half. He's like, yeah, I like him with the points. <laughs> yeah, with the points. It's a whole different deal. Like, I could see the Giants putting a scare into the Eagles, but at the end of the day, like, they survived because of a game-winning field goal. Certainly seems likely, and I'll be crushed, but I would be proud of just the fact that they made it a game the whole way through. Yeah. I mean, I want to go in there and destroy their season, but that's the Giants fan talk in me. If I have to really take multiple steps back, I do believe the Giants have what it takes, but unless the Eagles really like play a bad game, uh, they're still ultimately built to probably get through the Giants. So, uh, God bless them. But plus seven and a half feels feels very okay. Yeah, you know, I'd be afraid to even take it. I mean, the seven and a half is a number that I ch- I try and target on uh, on a regular basis. That's one that I look for if I trust a team at all, or I think that the team on the opposing side um, is, is kind of susceptible. I'll look for either one of those things, and seven and a half is nah, you know, because so many yeah. games fall on seven in the NFL. I think it might, seven and three are probably the most common result in football, uh, just based on touchdowns and field goals. Yeah. Um, I remember back when the Texans went into Jacksonville, that line was plus seven and a half for Houston, and I couldn't wait to bet that. And Houston's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, the Giants, it's a completely different game. And it, the Eagles on their best behavior are very difficult to do anything against or to stop. One of the, uh, but the Giants are rolling right now. One of the things I like the most is that Leonard Williams, who's the Giants' best run stuffer. I mean, Dexter Lawrence is the best de- defensive player the Giants have, and he's been raising havoc. He's been pass rushing, too. But Leonard Williams, he's there to jam up the run. He missed both matchups versus the Eagles in the regular season. So in my eyes, the actual Giants defense has never gone against this Eagles offense. And you might say, oh, it's just Leonard Williams. Well, he actually uh, does matter. Were the cornerbacks out for that game, too? Because I remember that being, uh, I think that was something that you had mentioned to me after I, I took the Giants the first time they played against each other. And then A.J. Brown just torched him. But what, did Adoree Jackson play in that game? Adoree Jackson's been out since, I believe, who did they play the week after the Seahawks game? Because Richie James fumbled two punts in Seattle, and then they made the knee-jerk move, probably the only bad move Brian Dayball's made all year, made the knee-jerk move of putting Adoree Jackson back in punts. I think he hurt himself against the Lions, and the Eagles games came after that, me thinking out loud here. But uh, I know Xavier McKinney nearly lost three fingers in an ATV accident on the bye week, and he's lucky that he's healthy now, and I believe he missed both Eagles games, too, if, yeah, I, that's if I'm not mistaken. a big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah. And and they just the competitive spirit, the way they're talking, the way they seem to be bonding as a team, well, I think the Eagles, I mean, I haven't listened to all the commentary from that side, but they certainly, they're not overlooking the Giants. They're, they're as confident as they should be, but uh, I'm feeling a little little bit of disrespect, and, and it's only fair because they pretty much murdered them in in MetLife Stadium, and then they got the JV effort in in Week 18. So um, 
This one's personal. Giants haven't won there since 2013. It just feels so due. The House of Horrors uh, newspaper. You I saw think it was that? the post. That was hysterical. My dad sent me that via text this morning. I thought about reposting it. They had the Crypt Keeper with Eagles gear on, and, and it certainly has for a decade. Yeah. I think that there's something to be said for not having been there before. You know, the Giants yeah. have no pressure. They they haven't been there either, but they're playing with house money, so it's a different it's a different feeling for them. Jalen Hurts, the pressure's on. You know, he's got to he's got to deliver here with expectations more than a touchdown favorite. That was the thing that I didn't pause at all. I knew I wanted to be on Giants plus seven and a half, but that was my pause with not backing the Kansas City Chiefs because I do trust them. I trust them a lot. They've been there. They know what to do in this spot. They know how to manage the week and how to manage the pressure and the expectations and the uh, the intensity that's ratcheted up. I just think that number's too big. I think plus nine is just too many points for a Chiefs defense that will let you back in. And, yeah. the, and the Jags have shown Trevor Lawrence is good enough to get you back in it. So either they're in the game, and I feel great all the way through, or they're kind of not in the game, and they still have a chance to backdoor cover at the end. I can't overlook that. Plus, yeah. the trends are the trends. Like I'm not a huge trend better, but when it comes to this stuff, I mean, 26% hit rate for number one seeds. We talk about this every year. This isn't just some random, like, when the sun is shining to the west trend. (laughs) This is legitimate. We talk about this as football fans every single year. Is that buy actually good for you? The rest is good, but you've got a team on the other side that's got momentum, and momentum usually wins out over rest. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I'm praying that at least one of the Giants or Jaguars find a way to get that upset. Obviously, I'd prefer the Giants, but uh, if it happens to be the Jags, I'd be very proud of them. And hopefully we just get really good football to watch at the very end of the day. Hope all four games deliver in the uh, watch aspect. Yes, exactly. And you know what? I have I have two dogs, which means that if they cover, those games will be watchable. Mm. So if every game is watchable, I'm guaranteed to go at least two and two. That sounds right. (laughs) That's one way to look at it. Two favorites, two underdogs, Giants plus 7.5, Niners minus 3.5, Bills minus 5. That agonized on that one. And Jags plus 9, 969thegame.com if you want to read up on those yourself. Tazi's Magic Monologue on the way next. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.